and welcome back to Clock In Vibe Out. I'm your host, Raina, and this episode is going to be a little bit different because today I am not only joined by Instagram's top booty influencer, I'm also joined by my dearest, dearest best friend, my oldest pal, Sage Allen. (laughs) I love the intro. Say hi to the people. Hello, everyone. Thank you, Raina the Stallion, for having me on your show. Love it. Love it. Of course. I also, before we get started, I want to say, Sage, obviously, I'm so excited to have you on the podcast, but don't be fooled, everyone. Sage will not answer any of my phone calls or FaceTime, so I did have to trick him to being on the podcast that I could talk to him. So, Sage, welcome. (laughs) This is like 100% crazy that I'm even on this because, yeah, I don't answer phone calls, don't answer FaceTimes, barely answer texts, Snapchats, we're working on it. So, um, yeah, you, this is basically like a golden opportunity at this point. Yeah, I got you on lock. I have to interrupt this broadcast because Sage, for personal and safety reasons, has had to delete his account recently. So while he is no longer an influencer, this episode was too golden not to still release. So enjoy. Oh, I miss you. <sighs> wow. It's been a minute. Literally, I know, it's like- been a fat minute. Well, I feel like we should tell everyone a little bit about our past, give them a quick little backstory, <laughs> maybe talk about just, you know, our mems and our friendship, because I feel like that will really set the scene for the rest of the things that we're about to say on this Literally, show. Literally, how far back are we taking it? Like, where are we starting? We start in, like, ninth grade? We start in, like, where? <laughs> um. Well, we can start ninth grade. I was going to start at Miss Wood's English class, but we could definitely do like the very first time that I ever met you. you well, gonna, I guess <laughs> you weren't going to expose me with the, um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> with the first time me asking for a homecoming. Yeah, yeah. Right there. I mean, you kind of have yeah, to. Yeah, there. You want to tell it? <laughs> oh no, no, no! This is your story to tell. I don't. I I have date like dementia. I can't really recall. Okay. <laughs> all right all right all right okay i'm gonna set the scene okay so we lived in this town in washington that was really close to a to an army base and my dad is in the army so is sages and well never mind and (laughs) (laughs) and i moved right before I started my freshman year of high school, did not know anyone. I met these two girls who also were army brats and we became friends. They were my two besties. Awesome. Cool. Their names are Keely and Alex. Shout out. You guys, if you're listening, what's up? I think that they're both married now, actually. Yeah. Shout out, Alex. (laughs) Shout out, Alex. So Alex Alex is the topic of the story. (laughs) So I had these two friends. Um, and I actually did not know Sage yet. I didn't really know anyone. I only knew these two girls that I was friends with because, like I said, just moved there. We would all go down to the locker rooms when we first got to school to drop off, like, our, um, our bags for soccer and PE, that, anything like that. And I remember Alex and Sage used to ride the same bus stop. And Sage is a clown, and Alex is also a clown. So, obviously, they liked they, each other's personalities. I never actually, like, spoke to her. That's the craziest part. Like... We rode the same bus. We were in the same areas. Like, we even got on at the same stop. But her and I, like, never spoke. Um, I was just, like, I don't even know, just, like, super intimidated. You know, when you, like, want to be friends with someone, but you don't know how to go about it? Yeah. So I was just, like, always just, like, from a distance. Like, oh, she seems really cool. Like, blah, 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 blah. 
But yeah, yeah. moral story, I never even spoke to this woman. Like, never fucking happened. And then Alex comes down into the locker room one day and she's like, guys, I got this really creepy stalker note. I don't know what to do. Somebody's trying All to right. ask me to homecoming. Basically, <laughs> Sage Sage had done like um, one of those magazine montages, like where people take off the letters from the magazine and then paste them together like a serial killer to ask people <laughs> questions. <laughs> and he was planning to ask her to homecoming. And I have no idea who this man is. I have never met him in my life. I asked Alex if she's ever met him. She goes, no, I don't know what to do. So then my first impression of Sage was a little um, off because I mean, all my impressions of you were a little off, but um, <laughs> yeah. So I basically had to run interference on that um, to make sure the homecoming ask did not happen. So I'm so worried about that because listen, my mom said it was a great idea and she even helped me cut out all the letters and do all that real killer shit. And then I did all of that. I had people lined up to give, um, to give Alex her, her like, because, yeah, I was going to do it, like, by period, I'm pretty sure. Like, first period, second period, so forth. Yeah, and I don't think I made it past, like, third period, now that I think about it. She got, like, will you go? And then <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. they never got to homecoming with me. <laughs> <laughs> but, oh, that's so funny crazy, to think about. The craziest part of that story is, like, now that I think about it, like, yeah, I've kind of always known that I was gay. Like, I've never once, like, doubted that. Like, I remember being a kid and thinking everyone else was weird for liking girls. Like, the other guys my age, I thought I was a normal one. And that's literally, that's literally how I, like, looked at it my entire life. And then, obviously, as you get older, you realize, like, oh, shit, it's actually the other way around. Yeah. But, <laughs> but that's I, so funny, though. You were, like, you were like, yeah, not really into it, but it seems like a good idea. But no, for some weird reason, like with Alex, I had this like friend crush, I would say. And I think at that age, I kind of like interpreted that as like feelings, maybe. I was like, oh, well, yeah. maybe, you know, that's I'm a like. I'm lost, but fair enough. I'm fair a little enough. confused, but fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> yeah, so basically, like, I think at that age, I was just interpreting all that as like, oh, this is what I'm supposed to be feeling. Like, it's a girl, I'm a guy, like, perfect. But looking back, I think I just really wanted to be friends with her. And yeah, Raina kind of cockblocked that whole situation. <laughs> I'll never know. You're welcome. I think. But I got a better deal on the day. I became friends with Raina instead of Alex. So it kind of worked out either That's way. True. How did. Okay, now let's let's run it back to. I'm thinking Miss Wood's class, uh, sophomore oh, year. Oh, God. Shout out, Miss Wood. Miss Wood, if you're listening, we love you. You're we kind love of the reason you. Why. <laughs> you're kind of the reason why i'm even in college so thanks <laughs> no seriously all right so do you remember how we became friends okay my first memory you and i would like make these we would make okay so so the way like the class <laughs> was kind of, <laughs> we're thinking of the exact same thing i'm glad that we're all, i'm glad that we have the same memory so you, okay yeah, go ahead. Yeah. So there's like a seating chart in high school. Obviously, teachers like just want to bully you a little extra and they tell you where to sit. Um, looking back is the stupidest thing ever. But anyway, the way me and Raina were situated, she was directly across from me in the classroom and both of our desks faced each other because it was like a what, like a Socratic seminar type circle setup. Yeah. And yeah. then the teacher would like walk between us. So Raina and I kind of have this problem where when we're in public, <laughs> you can get tell what we're thinking based off our expressions like yeah. don't hold back 
we our eyes say it all we just like give the shadiest looks i can't help it she can't help it maybe it's a form of mental illness we'll never know but her and i would make eye contact each time someone said something and our class was just filled with dumbasses like there's no way of putting it nicely like everyone just irked me you they were breathing wrong they were looking at me wrong just like none of them could read out loud it was the popcorn reading for me yeah, it was the popcorn reading. Like, we would just silently judge. But her and I didn't know each other like that. But we still found ourselves, like, making eye contact with these yeah. same expressions. And then one day, I think, Miss um, Woods said something like, oh, everyone go pick a partner. We're about to break out in the Grusel Ball. And Randy just yeah. walked her happy straight over to me. Like, it was, <laughs> that was it. Like, there was no, That's like, it. I'm after this story. She just got the fuck up and walked straight over, and the rest is no. That was a wrap. That was a wrap. Honestly, that's so crazy because that's the exact story. That's exactly how it happened. That's exactly how I remember it. And I think just like things just clicked. We were like, all right, we both know what's up. Like whatever. (laughs) I feel like Miss Wood just like she got us because before this whole trend of like the the girls and the gays and the GBFs and all that shit, like Ray and I were that, and I'm pretty sure Miss Wood just caught the fuck on. She knew what was up. She knew that, you know, yeah, we were just clowning yeah. everyone in the class and that what me and Raina had, it was real. It was it natural. It was real. It's been real, baby. It's been real. We were extreme, though. Okay, so for Sage's birthday, me and Sage came up with this thing. I think that this is extremely important. We're about to give you guys some free lessons, some free life lessons. Oh, boy. <laughs> um, free game? We can't get free um, game. Okay. Listen carefully. I'm going to move my pop filter for this. Never, ever hesitate to give a bitch plus 20. Plus 20 on all you hoes. <laughs> plus 20. For Sage's birthday one year, I got him like this goodie bag I put together for him with all of his favorite snacks. He used to munch in class every fucking day. So I got him some little snacks. Right. And I also remember I got you a mini whiteboard. It was dead out the whiteboard, you guys. Like, I'm not making this up. Like, an actual one that, like, a teacher would write on. She got me, like, all these little expo markers to come with it. And, like, one that was actually attached to the whiteboard with the little eraser. And we would dead ass keep. We would keep tallies on how much, like, if someone said something stupid in class, we would (laughs) give them a tally mark. And it was to the point where by the end of the class, we would have, like, 20 tally marks on that damn at board. Least, at least. At least. At least. And so, at that point, we were just like, you know what? We need to come up with a point system. Like, how are we going to start giving these people, like, you guys know Charlemagne from The Breakfast Club? You know how he does Donkey of the Day? <laughs> yeah. Well, me and Raina were kind of already doing that. So... We were, we were yeah. trying to figure out how to give these people like the max amount of like stupid points, and so we would we just started <laughs> we just started saying let's give her plus twenty, let's give him plus twenty, plus give that 20. bitch, plus 20. and we yeah. were like disrespectful with it because we would hold the white <laughs> one up as we did it, like we were on some game show. So I know everyone saw us writing on this damn whiteboard, holding it up, and they had no clue what the fuck me and Rainer were doing. Little did they know. Okay, no, no. One time, though, we low-key got clocked. I don't know if you remember. We thought that nobody had any idea what we were doing. But one day, I got a, I got in a little tiff, I would say, with somebody that we um, kept kept score of. And they go, I know that you and Sage are keeping score when blah, 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 blah. And I was like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> 
and now that I say this like out loud, it really sounds like we're on some bully shit, you guys, but we weren't. Like we, we were so like, and the people we made fun of were like the popular kids. Like it was them. But yeah, moral of the story. It was funny. We didn't really do anything and we had a lot of friends that we just had we were friends with everyone, so it really wasn't that big of a deal. Uh, yeah. And now I'm gonna be canceled on the first episode. <laughs> no, I know that's what I'm thinking too. I'm like, okay, so we're gonna scrap the first fifteen minutes. Okay, perfect. <laughs> beautiful yeah we, we've been through it all though honestly that's like the best like snapshot of our friendship at this point but give a bitch plus 20 is just it's it's a really great tool and i wanted to add it to all of your arsenals because it's just so versatile you can hand them out like it's christmas candy you just gotta mm, mm, mm. and never hesitate to just pull out the whiteboard you you can do it we've been through a lot as well we've been through it all Sage, you're actually my oldest best friend. Did you know that? I did not know that. For real? Yeah, be- yeah because when, well, I moved before high school and my- I, I, I mean, like, like, kept touch with someone before me. No? Well, no, because when I was like little, little, what, like, what am I going to really bond with someone over before I'm 10? Like, it's not that deep, That's you know? Damn, and like, even before that too, like middle school, okay. I played soccer with these. Like, I, you know, it wasn't that deep either. Y'all hear that? I'm the oldest best friend. Nobody can take that from me. Not even you, mm-hmm. Alex. No, yeah, but we did We did everything together. Prom. There's pictures of you, me, and Tanner at prom. Can't wait to frame those for your wedding. Very true. Very true. Graduation. Yeah, you're going to be everything. the pastor or the, the best man. Which one? You're going to be my pastor or my best man. Which one? <laughs> did you guys hear that? No, I want to be your best man. No, you can be the pastor. No, I want to be the best man. You already said. That's true. Actually, when I was talking to my mom about it, she was just like, oh my God, your best man. You know, it'd be so cute. You have a sister and Tanner has a sister. You guys, no. sisters, the best men. And no. I was just like, I was like, oh, mom, see, I would. But like, I promised Raina that she would be the best man. I might have to have you guys like flip a coin or something. Sister or no, best friend? No, come on. I already, I already told people that I was going to be your best man. <laughs> you know what we can do? We can fake it for the gram. I'll be like, I'll be like, here's my picture of me and my best Wait, man. No, what if, what if Mila marries you? That would be so cute. Wait, what? Mila. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck did you just say? <laughs> I'll pass. No, no, no. Like, <laughs> like Mila. <laughs> Mila can be the one that marries you and Tanner. Like, like she can be your justice of the peace or whatever. But then, what is um, what is Tanner's sister going to be? I literally already have screenshots. When you said, "I hope you're still prepared to be the best man," so you can't do bad. All right, all right, all right, all right, all right, all right. I guess I'm not winning this one, you guys. It's it's going to have to be Raina. Sorry, Mila, if you're listening. Yeah, damn, 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 damn. I really got to do my sister like that. Yeah. Okay. Anyways. <laughs> All right, all right, back on track, back on track. That was a bit of a long intro. Um, Okay, Sage, really the reason that you're here is because not only are you my best friend, but you are also an influencer. Lil' old me? No, I'm not. Lil' old me? (laughs) Yeah, so Sage, Sage is an Instagram influencer. It's really nice when your best friend also doubles as um like a prop i would say not a prop but like you know it's good for me too i can have you on the podcast it's perfect i'm really just doing this all for you like i i tried to get as many followers for on instagram just so you could interview me because i knew 
only way I get on the podcast. No, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Um, okay, so let's talk about it a little bit. Sage is an influencer, and I feel like, honestly, it kind of happened overnight. Because one day, I remember you had, like, a thousand followers, and then Sage literally texted me and goes, I think I'm going to become um, an influencer. And I was like, okay, well, I think I'm going to become the Queen of Sheba. Like, all right. <laughs> and... <laughs> and yeah next thing I know he has like 15k on Instagram and I was like what the fuck and ever since then it's just kind of been rising and you know what I am so proud of you because like set your goals and go get your bag honey but I just think it's funny because when we were in high school I just always thought that if either of us were going to post pictures of their ass to get kind of famous it would be me but I'm glad that you (laughs) took it yeah I I really had to just step up to the plate because I knew I, I couldn't have you doing that like think of jobs and employers and stuff you know. Exactly, exactly. He knew I was trying to be an entrepreneur, so it just it had to be Sage. It, it had, had to be Sage. But yeah, that being said, it really did kind of happen overnight. It actually happened on accident, now that I think about it. Because so I was I was hype. The first time I posted a like booty themed pick, it was three years ago. And it was when I went to Australia with Tanner to go visit my family. And when I got there, everyone was like, I guess it's like a European thing, even though Australians aren't European, but they got that like culture mixed in there. And we'd go to the beaches and everyone was just in Speedos. Like, and I was just like, whoa, this is crazy. And they even had like um, special names for the Speedos. They called them like bungee crotch grabbers oh, or something. Oh my God. They didn't call them Speedos, which is why okay. I was so confused. They called them like. They had some weird ass name for that. Like, I don't even know. You guys know how Australians are. They have like weird ass names for everything that's like normally not that. I ended up buying like a red Speedo, like a local like beach shop one day. And when we went to the beach, I was like, Tanner, I got to flex. Like, come on, we got to take, we got to take good ass like, beach photos. Like you got to do me right. And so later that night I posted my Speedo pics. And of course I had, you know, cheeks out and you know, <laughs> the rest is history. But <laughs> And literally the next day, I was getting all these likes from like gay guys, like Australian gay guys, just because I had used the hashtag and tag location. And I remember being so hyped. I was like, oh my God, like my photos usually get like 50 likes and this one got a thousand, you guys. I'm like, oh my God, like I'm going to be influenced. <laughs> I was really proud of and myself. That was, photo. And it, that was the moment. I know you put on some Nicki Minaj, shook your ass a little bit and then said, <laughs> let's get this party started. I really thought I had made it in that moment. I was like, fuck you guys. Like, I don't even need school anymore. Like, I'm famous. Okay. <laughs> so I was just like, you know what? I could really do something off this. After that, I was just like, well, there's no going back to selfies at this point. I just got to post my ass. So here we are. <laughs> and the rest is history. The rest is history. That's literally how it all started. I, I do have some questions for you about that, actually, because we don't really talk about it. I mean, like, we talk about your ass and like, I mean, not really, though. Raina and I talk about asses, like, on the daily. Like, she will send me, like, pictures of her popping her ass out at the gym. And I'll send, like, updates of, like, when I shave my ass. And, like, it's just a casual thing. Like, casual. But we never. Someone's got to check. Yeah, yeah. I mean, come on. And that's just what best friends do. Like, if you're not overly comfortable with your best friend, like, what are you doing? You're not best friends. (laughs) Yeah, I, I think that maybe we should talk more about it, though. Because you have. One, a pretty big following, but two, your followers are also engaged with your posts a lot. I feel like your engagement rate is really, really high, which is something that not a lot of um, not a lot of influencers have that. 
And I think that maybe we should talk a little bit more about it because you may be the talent in your operation. However, I think I think you might need me to be your business manager because with your almost 50k followers, you should be making stacks. So I wanted to ask you a little bit more about why why don't you monetize your page more? Mm, well, <laughs> as, a, as <laughs> first of all, to start to start out with, I do need a Chris Jenner in my life. So I'm thinking the title is going to have to go to you. Maybe I got you. I need a momager. I need someone to, you know, help me out. And I, you know, a wife you, a are you not going to mm. just offer your services for free? I'm confused. Um, but, for what? <laughs> but anyway, that being said, more of the story, I don't really like, like, I don't know when it, I've done a couple like uh, paid for post type deal things with like underwear brands, t-shirt companies. But I also know that like the people that follow me, they don't always want to see ads. They don't want to see, you know, like just pay for posts type stuff. (laughs) Yeah. So keeping that in mind, I was like, well, is it worth trying to make money off a post and losing followers? Or is it better to, you know, keep maintaining the follower rising, you know, like the ratio? Is it better to like improve that and then just kind of stay away from the post? And I just like looked at it like long term and I was like, well, listen, I'd rather build my page and build that up than just be chilling at 30K or 20K something and then just be stuck posting like for underwear brands too. Because that's kind of all that reaches out to me. They see my page and it's like majority underwear, majority, um, yeah, just underwear really. (laughs) Like I'm trying to think of like. (laughs) Who else reaches out? Do you to ever, just, how does that make you feel? Do you ever feel objectified? It makes me feel a little one-dimensional at times because if you know me in real life, I really don't talk about my ass. I am not trying to show off my ass. Like I'm a very like no, it's it's like it's more of a humble flex in real life. It's just like it silently walks past you. It like bumps <laughs> a little bit, and you're like, oh my god, well that's really nice. And he's like, oh, yeah, me thanks, and keeps it moving. <laughs> but like it's not not really what you see on the gram i don't look at myself as like i hate the word influencer because i don't look at myself like that i think it's such like a cringy word and it just like it gives off the vibe of like oh i'm an influencer i'm better than like the average Where's my grab bag yeah basically so i think it's like i don't know i don't ever call myself that i don't ever look at myself like that like i'm just such a normal guy and regular day-to-day life He's really just a big booty hoe. That's really what it comes down to at the end of the day. Listen, if you wanna if you wanna look at me like that, it's okay. I'll let you objectify me. But <laughs> but yeah, from everyone else, like it does make me feel a little one dimensional at times. Sometimes I do post like pictures with like friends and like selfies and stuff like that, just because it's like I still want people to like know that like there are other aspects to me. I'm not just like ass. I'm ass not just ass. my ass. I'm not just my ass, guys. Yeah, guys. But also, but also I can't blame anyone because I know what I post. I know what I'm catering to. I know the audience. I know what I'm doing each time I make a post. Like I am not a stupid person. Like I know what the what the engagement is going to be like in the comments. Uh, shut up! I heard that. <laughs> I know what it's going to be like. And so that being said, I I never would like just point the finger and bitch about getting objectified because like I'm objectifying myself. <laughs> but, <laughs> right, right, right. but but that being said, like you know, there's, there's obviously boundaries and I choose what I want to post, what I'm comfortable with. And, you know, for right now I'm, I'm, I'm cool with it. I I like posting what I post. I am confident 
and the hard work, you know? <laughs> so I think I think that's a really great segue into dropping some tips for all of our listeners this week, because recently Sage takes the best pictures in the gym and I've been hitting the gym a lot. Like I've been treating this quarantine like fat camp. I'm really trying to get my body snatched and really, really right. And <laughs> I said what I said. Um, <laughs> And yeah, so I have been like trying to take pictures in the gym sometimes, but I get like really nervous when people are in the gym just because I always hate when like it's just if I'm trying to use the squat rack and somebody is just standing there taking pictures, I'm like, bro, really? So I never want to be like that. Like I never want to be that to somebody else. So I get really insecure when I'm trying to take some little booty pics in the gym. But Sage always has the best, obviously top tier quality. So I texted him and I asked him how to do it. And he literally sent me Snapchat videos, like explaining the exact footing, everything to a T. So do you want to just drop those quick tips? Oh, wow. So now I'm really about to give free game to everyone, huh? <laughs> all right. All right. Listen, folks. So basically, I'm really similar to Raina. I hate taking photos in like front of people. I get really shy. I get really insecure because also the photos I'm taking aren't like it's not me like flexing my arm like a regular dude at the gym. It's me full ass like trying to take a picture of my butt. So <laughs> obviously got a little bit more stigma to it. Like people are going to be like, oh, what's he doing? So that just like already weirds me out. Um, top tips. It definitely helps if you have someone working out with you that you can hand your phone and like in between sets, they take like action pics of you, like as you're doing the exercise or whatever, like I've had Tanner do that quite a few times and they actually like turn out great because I can still work out, but still be posing quote unquote for pics. And it doesn't seem that weird because it's someone else taking it, not me. You know, Tanner gets caught. I can just look the other way and be like, I know. (laughs) (laughs) but but that being said like so that's like my number one tip two you have to gauge like the times that you take your picks so more often than not one changes the game this one changes the whole game (laughs) i time my picks like when it's dead when it is like the gym's dead hours i either take my pictures really early in the morning or i take them at like an hour before the gym closes like 11 o'clock at night because no one's there I also think like 2.30-ish on weekdays, if you can swing it, gyms are always pretty empty because you're after the morning gym people, but you're before the nighttime gym people. True, true. Yeah, you got to find, and it's different for each gym and obviously the area you're in, whatever, like some gyms that are 24 hours, like you're screwed either way because there's always going to be people there in 24-hour gyms. But like, yeah, what, what you said. Um, you got to find your gym's dead times. You got to do it when there's like no one around because that just makes it that much You got to find the sweet spot. You got to find the sweet spots. And that just like takes – it kind of relieves the pressure off of you as you're taking those pictures. And then tip number three with like footing and stuff. <laughs> I yeah, don't know. This one's I, good too. <laughs> I, the way I like do it <laughs> – I can't believe I'm explaining this. I think we need to name it. It's hard to like say it out loud without like showing people. So I'll have to like do an Instagram story one day. But it looks like. It's like the flat tummy fat ass thing all in one. And you basically, you can start by positioning yourself like square to the mirror, right? So like hips facing forward. And then you want to turn your body to one side a little bit, almost diagonal kind of, but you're still facing forwards a little bit. So that way you're getting like the flatness of your tummy, but then also the voluptuousness of that booty. Yeah. And you're going for the projection of it. You're not even going for like the fat ass look because it's not showing that. It's showing like how your butt looks from the side. 
And honestly, yeah, like the outline, like the hump. Right. And like, I find that like, yeah, my projection looks a lot better than like just a straight up shot from behind. No one's ass looks good unless it's fake. But, right. but like natural, like human asses are kind of like square shaped. So, so like, that's just like the design to them. And with a guy, like I don't have hips. I'm never going to have hips because I'm a guy like that's not how I store my weight, whatever. But if you like twist yourself as you're still looking forward, just to get that side projection, it gives you like, yeah, the flat stomach. It looks like your ass is like hella fat from the side because that's your side view. Oh my like, God. I think, I think, <laughs> I think I have a good name for it. What are we calling it? The flat fat. <laughs> the flat fat. I like that. <laughs> I thought you said the. I thought you said the flat back, and I was like, "No, that's really what we want." <laughs> no, no, the flat fat. The flat fat. It makes sense because yeah, your stomach looks best from that angle. Like even if you got a tummy on you, if you if you suck it in a little bit for that five second shot, you have no waist, and it's still showing like the side profile. So it's like amazing. It's yeah. like everything you want. And I never show my feet. If y'all were to see my feet in these photos, <laughs> I look like y'all do not like, want to see that. I don't. don't. I look like one of those like Egyptian hieroglyphs where they're like facing one way and their feet are backwards to the oh, side. Stop it right now. <laughs> just, just because it's like how you're, it's how you're angling yourself. So I mean, your your yeah, head's so one way, your back one way. Thanks for tuning in, guys. The show's over. That's it. <laughs> but yeah, that's how I take gym selfies. If I'm taking like a, a photo and a mirror like that, that's how I'll do it. My name's Sage Allen, and I endorse this message. The flat fat is what <laughs> you need for your next Instagram photo. Get out there and try it. <laughs> Get out there and try it, kids. <laughs> tag, yeah, that, tag me in your best. the most Oh my god, yeah. Oh my god, wait, Sage engagement. Wait, business idea. Tag tag me and Sage in all of your posts for the flat fat and maybe we'll do a little giveaway. We're gonna make pictures. And yeah, let us know how the flat fat is working for you. If it works, we'll make some merch. We'll get some stuff going. I think that this is it. I think y'all this is really good. What do y'all want to see? Some hats, some t-shirts. We'll we'll put like, oh, like hashtag flat fat. It'll have like an ass. It might be mine, it might be Raina's. Yeah, yeah. We still haven't decided. But we'll have both. It, <laughs> dibs on the hoodies. I want my ass on hoodies. So I think we can segue a little bit now. We had a lot of questions come in for you, Sage. Oh shit. Oh yeah. We can just speed around with like a tiny little bit of explanation. Okay, ready? Okay. Yeah, I'll keep it, I'll keep it short and sweet. First question. Who's your favorite singer? Hands down, the queen, Onika Tanya Mirage, a.k.a. Nicki Minaj. Everyone knows, it's no secret, my favorite artist, Nicki Minaj. Easy, hands down. Hands down. Also, I, I have to say, a lot of these questions, I don't know what kind of podcast everyone thought you were coming on, um, <laughs> but we're not that kind of podcast. We will not be discussing sex positions because you know why we're not going to do that? Because I still need a job and I still need the opportunity <laughs> to have opportunities. <laughs> They ask me some out-of-pocket stuff sometimes. I'm not going to lie. Out-of-pocket. I was like, you guys. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I'm like, I don't know how everyone can ask these questions when y'all don't even know his middle name. Like, we got to we gotta run it back a little bit. Let's we run it back. get a dinner first. Okay, okay. We're moving on. We're moving on, bro. We're moving on. Um, Best foods for a fat ass. Say again? Best foods for a fat ass. Did you not understand me over my accent, bro? 
would, are we doing a British accent for the rest of these? I wonder if people are going to be annoyed or think it's endearing. Oh, we can't do this. We cannot do the accents because then I'm going to be stuck the rest of the day talking like this. We have this problem. It, it's been a thing since, <laughs> since the beginning of our friendship. Whenever we talk um, for longer than 30 minutes, we, we turn into Brits. <laughs> I'm not quite sure why. It drives Tanner absolutely, absolutely crazy. One time he almost kicked us out the car. He does not like it when we do the accent. That being said, food's for a fat ass. You need to eat, like, just think thick, all right? So, like, mashed potatoes, yogurt, oatmeal, um protein like lots if and lots of protein if it's thick, it'll make you thick exactly you gotta look at it like that and like i shouldn't i'm not i'm obviously not licensed to be saying like giving advice and shit like i i do what works for me but i'm also like a big fan of like dirty bulking so i don't like stuff my face with just like burgers pizzas and chips and blah blah, blah but that kind of stuff but i definitely eat like calorie dense foods that like stick on you and like probably aren't the healthiest to eat every single day and the quantities I Sage eat. is kind of a fraud. Sage is a fraud because I, Sage and I have both been dieting because obviously Sage has a wedding coming up. So like we need to look our best. This is going to be the right. biggest event of our lives right. for a right. while. It is. Yeah. So we've both been trying to work on our bodies, make sure that we look our best. And we've both been eating salads. Obviously, girls' metabolisms and boys' metabolisms are just different by nature. So, you know, it's different. So my salads... <laughs> When I eat a salad, it's it's a salad. Like, if I have protein in it, it's, like, chicken or shrimp, like, lean protein. I don't really have, like, nuts or anything in my salad. Just some lettuce, veggies, broccoli, greens, low-cal, cute. All right. <sighs> sage, 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 sage. Sage snaps me and goes, yeah, me too. I'm eating a salad. I hate this shit. It's just, like, slabs of bacon on a couple pieces <laughs> of lettuce. But I'm confused. And I snapped him back and I go, Sage, wh- huh? You're that bacon? Like, what do you mean? And he was like, I mean, it's protein, so it's healthy. And I was like, bruh, tell me why this is not the first time that I've had this conversation. I had this exact same argument with my best friend Gianna about if bacon is healthy or not. Sound off in the comments below if you think bacon is healthy. Bacon is low-key healthy. If you think about it, like... I get, I, I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying. But I just want you to acknowledge that our lives are not the same. okay true i'll give you that i'll give you that but i mean it works if you're trying to get thick this one this one is the entire reason that everyone is listening to this podcast we're going to keep it short and sweet it's not really a question only fans i knew we were coming up on this question all right here's the here's here's the tea first (laughs) of all i know that i'm being kind of harsh with sage right now and you guys probably i don't know how you feel about me but i just want you to know that we are on the same side i have also been telling sage to get an OnlyFans for when did OnlyFans start literally since the first day that i ever broke ground sage sage is not only hurting himself but it's also very hurtful to me because with the money that you could be making on OnlyFans, you could be buying me dinners you could be buying me plane tickets to visit you could be buying us both our two-for-one bbls sage that's true that's true if i had the opportunity rain and i would be in fucking south america face down asses up on some dark table getting bbls right and tight just because this gym shit is for the birds, all right? I'm tired of eating healthy and working out. I want to I wanna just do what these other people are doing and just get the easy way and just perfect. <laughs> but, I mean, I don't have money for that, so it's not going to happen. Okay. Yeah. OnlyFans, only fans, it's a double-edged sword. I see what it does for people, 
It gives them quick cash. If they've got it, they've got it, and they blow the fuck up, and it just seems like a really good source. However, long term, I'm about to commission into the Army as an officer, and I'm looking to work. And I'm looking to work like federal jobs. So that being said, there's nothing like in writing saying I can't have an OnlyFans, but I feel like it's not very becoming of someone it, trying to it get might be, it, it like might be a little hard to get a security clearance with your ass on the internet. Thank you. Thank you. And the other thing with an OnlyFans, I know what people are selling on OnlyFans. It's not just booty pics, y'all. I might give in. Girl, I'm not going to do it. I was just thinking about it. I'm not going to do it. <laughs> I did it. Listen, it, <laughs> it wouldn't be in the sense that people are expecting. You guys are probably expecting Sage and Tanner to serve you like Kim and Ray J vibes, but you're getting Tanner and Sage maybe at the same time rubbing lotion on their bodies fully clothed. Like you're getting you're getting lotion on you're getting lotion on the dry elbows. Like that is what you're getting. And I'm sure that it would still be great content. And you definitely should all subscribe. Premium, of course. <laughs> I was about to say, now you're making it sound like damn, there's no point to subscribe. <laughs> <laughs> y'all, y'all are getting nothing, 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 nothing. <laughs> CBD, we'll, we'll get back to you. Next question. I'm giving you guys the inside scoop on Sage Allen right now. Sage, Sage is like a germaphobe. And Sage also grew up as a germaphobe. Like, you're, Mia kept the tightest household I have ever seen. This is way, way TMI. And, like, if you really want me to edit it out, I totally can. But I remember one time I came up... <laughs> One time I came over to your house and we were doing whitening strips and it was the first time that I ever was using white using whitening strips on my teeth and I was really nervous because when we opened them the bathroom smelled really really chemically for some reason and I thought that it was the white strip so I was nervous to put them on my teeth. Sage goes no 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 I just had to clean the whole bathroom because my mom makes me clean the toilet after I poop every single time. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Listen, it's not that bad now. But yeah, growing up, my mom would like had this rule. Like if you use the toilet, you have to bleach it down each time you use it. And now that I'm like living on my own and like talking to normal people, I realize that <laughs> but my mom was like also very like germaphobic. So I would even if I just peed, like I would have to bleach the toilet. <laughs> That's how it worked. So our bathroom always smelled like bleach. Like no matter what time of day, when whenever someone used it, they would bleach it down. And yeah, everyone, now that I think about it, that could be why I have like trouble remembering stuff because I'm like always <laughs> grew up like breathing in bleach like 24-7. So um, that, that definitely came over into being an adult. I, I think I'm a very clean person and you're not going to shit on me for my body wash and washcloth, man. <laughs> no, 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 never, 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 never. <laughs> This is a question that I'm excited to talk about because I distinctly remember this. Um, somebody wants to know, when did you first come out and was your family accepting? Um, I first came out the summer leading into my senior year of high school. So I was like probably 16, 16, 17 when I first like publicly came out. Okay, so I was like really lazy about it too. I was like, I'm not about to have a sit down conversation with every single fucking person in my life. Like, screw this. So I just made... I made one big ass Instagram post. I put like some like inspirational like picture as the post. And then in the caption, I came out. I was like, for those of you who don't know, I'm gay. If you got questions, leave them in the comment section. <laughs> but um, <laughs> but yeah, that's how I came out. And then 
my I, I ended up just like walking up to my mom one day and I just like told her I was like hey mom like I'm gay like I'm pretty sure you know because I haven't dated throughout high school but I'm gay and she actually did not take it well like my family my dad my stepdad was deployed so he wasn't even there <laughs> it was just it was just my mom no, I, just, I love I love being I love being a military kid though because the deployed parent is really just it's so hard to explain what it's like to have a parent that's deployed but it's just like it adds an extra layer of shit show to everything in life like it's something that you get used to and it's not really that that deep but like exactly. you just know that it's there it's just right. looming and everyone is like a little bit more on edge so that's that's good yeah yeah it was perfect timing on my part um so yeah I laid that bomb on her and she just like started crying she was crying blah 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 because you guys also have to like realize I'm like technically from a very catholic family um so my mom is like very like old school like that like she at first she didn't agree with it she was just like oh no you're going to hell like all this shit but (laughs) but she's obviously she's been educated she's been enlightened and now she doesn't think like that I've got her out of that whole mindset um so that's really good but at first it was a shit show and i was like damn what i just do <laughs> <laughs> you're like april Fools. <laughs> just kidding <laughs> but yeah that's that was my coming out experience it was pretty uh short and sweet straight to the straight to the point it's silly to me that people even have to have like coming out conversations because here's the way i see it one, it does not matter who anyone is in bed with. You know what I mean? It's not really anyone's business. It doesn't matter. 100%. And two, I just don't understand. I don't really think it's that big of a deal because like straight people, I never went up to my mom and dad and was like, I like boys. Like, exactly. you know, so why, why do you have to? I don't know. I've just never really understood that. I don't really see the point of it. And I don't really understand why it's such a big deal. And I really think that everyone needs to, you know, <laughs> just mind their business a little bit more. Yeah, I think for me, it was just like confirming it. Like people had their suspicions because I went literally all of high school not dating or not talking to anyone. And then I was like, you know what? The reason why I came out was because I wanted to enjoy my senior year. I didn't want to feel like I had to have a beard or, you know, ask a girl to a a dance just to like seem straight. Like I didn't want to have to go to that shit. And I was like, you know what? Fuck this. Like I'm gay. Who gives a shit? Yeah, basically. Minus the musical in the background. But basically i came out and then it was the best decision ever because i went into my senior year not giving a fuck like i didn't have to pretend like i like girls anymore i cut straight to the chase so it was pretty nice i loved when you came out too because it just made everything so much more fun yeah it really did and like you just feel so much it was just fun sage and i had a lot of memories 100 senior year was the best (laughs) nice question this one's important. We haven't, we've talked a lot about just your booty because it is just the topic of, I'm sure, a lot of conversations. But I think that we need to pay credit where credit is due. And we need to talk about Tanner. We need yeah. to talk about Tanner. Yeah, Tanner, I love you and I miss you and I want to give you a hug. And everyone loves Tanner. Tanner is, for those of you who don't know him, he's the nicest person. He does not have a mean bone in his body. He is so kind. He bends over backwards for everyone. Like, at times, I actually feel bad because I'm like, damn, he is with a mean motherfucker. And this guy is so nice. <laughs> no, Sage and Tanner are perfect. Absolutely perfect. Yeah, yeah. Love him. He balances me the fuck out. We're we're very opposite, like, personality-wise. But I think it just, like, it goes that much better. Not even, even opposite personality-wise, though. Like, you guys are very similar, too. It's 
but like oh. your your personalities really complement each other. I think what it is, it's temperament. We have different temp temperaments. Yeah. What about? It's funny because I love Tanner, of course, now, but I feel like me and Tanner kind of beefed at first. <laughs> it, what you just have a very strong personality. And- I wasn't even beef though. Like I had no problem with Tanner the first. I remember when I met Tanner. Yeah, it was literally when you guys first started dating. Sage wanted me to meet Tanner. We were, I think we were seventeen years old. I remember it was right before our. Uh, one of our AP tests because it was in the afternoon. So I met you at Starbucks before right. to dinner. And I remember meeting him and it was chill. It was fine. We just talked and drank some coffee and it was, I thought it was fine. And then um, <laughs> one time me and Sage were hanging out and I had met Tanner a couple times at this point. He came to um, our high school beauty pageant for boys to see Sage and it was, like I've just met him a couple times. He was cool. I didn't have any problems with him. I thought he was cool. And I am talking to Sage and I go, it's funny actually because Sage just sent me this Snapchat memory recently. Um, I'm talking <laughs> to Sage and I go, yeah, Sage, I don't think that Tanner likes me. And Sage goes, uh, yeah, no, he thinks that you're like Regina George. And I was like, oh, <laughs> oh okay. Yeah, listen, listen, what really happened? Raina and I have, as we mentioned earlier in the podcast, we have this dynamic where we don't mean to, but we just like, it just naturally happens. It's just that we have something to say about everything. We have yeah. something to say about everything. And and it's like, we're just saying it to each other. And we're just right. trying to make each other laugh. It's, it's more exactly. kind of like our sense of yeah. humor. So Tanner had not seen that side of me until I would hang out with Raina. So when we were when we were in group settings, he was like, damn, this bitch is really bringing out this like judgy fucking talk shit side of Sage. Like what the hell is going on? And so, and at the time, Raina was like platinum blonde, ran the high school, like was just that bitch in high school. And when we were together, like that was just the dynamic. So I think that caught him off guard. And he was just like, oh, Regina George, that's her. That's what we're going to go with. And Raina did not like that. But also, like, at the end of the day, I know that I come off really strong, probably. Um, but, like, I am very nice. Like, I will be <laughs> <laughs> uh, No, Raina is nice, but that was just Tanner's first impression. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that was just really unconvincing. <laughs> Listen, no, Raina is nice. For everyone listening, Raina's nice. I am nice. I am kind. I am generous. Humble exactly. as well. All right, yeah. This question has turned into Raina now. Not it's not about Tanner anymore. Honestly, when you and Tanner got engaged, I was coming out of the gym and I opened my phone and I saw it and I literally started sobbing uncontrollably because <laughs> I just you guys have been through so much and you have like both been together and grown so much and this is the only time that I will be sappy on this entire podcast but I'm so proud of you and Tanner you guys are perfect for each other and you've both pushed each other and grown together so 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 much and you've both grown into wonderful beautiful smart funny strong men and I am so happy for you guys and I cannot wait to get the wedding Oh, rain is. Don't say <laughs> Shut up. Why you gotta ruin it? Thank you so much. That was really sweet. And yeah, Tanner is like, he's my only boyfriend I've ever had. He's my first love, first everything. And he is just he's the best. So I'm really excited just to be moving forward and like making things official with a wedding. Um, all right, Sage, we're gonna we're gonna take it back. Um, and this this is my last question for you. I feel like we've covered a pretty decent amount of stuff. We've been 
running our mouths for about an hour and a half now. <laughs> I know, longest interview ever. <laughs> Do you have any embarrassing stories that you want to share with the audience? Usually I ask about working in music and entertainment, but since that's not really your forte, I'm just going to open it up to embarrassing <laughs> stories. I, I knew this was coming. I'm thinking of two, two oh. that are very important. There's one that we can't expose you for. This is how I know we're best friends because I know exactly what you're referring to with each of them. All right, you're you're right about you're right about one of them. One I'm taking to my grave. <laughs> yeah, we will never think of it. The second one is not my brightest hour, but anyway, there was one. Once day, upon a time in one, a neighborhood in Washington. Yeah, one day I was beefing with my mom per usual. My I think it was my junior year of high school, and we were just getting into yeah. it, not seeing eye. To eye. I ended up like being fed the fuck up and I stormed out my house, like literally like stormed out. My mom was not even really paying attention, but I was so angry. I had like left all my like possessions basically. Like I didn't take my phone. I didn't take, uh, I was wearing glasses like, and I never wear glasses. Um, I left those. I like left everything. And I even just like walked out in like my slippers. Like I was wearing like house slippers <laughs> when I left. So okay, I, no, no, no. Before you go any further, you need to you need to add a couple things to the story. I don't I don't know if people know, like Washington in the winter months is very, very dark. Like there you're so far north that there's not really a lot of sunlight. So it's dark. If you walk out of your house at four o'clock, it's dark. So Sage storms out of his house with no ID, no phone, in his slippers, with not even contacts in his eyes at, <laughs> in the dark at night. Okay. Also, yeah, yeah. also was, important to add, this is like freshly when ISIS was like first really popping off. So everyone was yeah. talking about it. It was all over the news. <laughs> it was all over the news. And it's, it was really like we were all talking about it. And that was just top of mind. Continue. Yeah. Yeah. Like ISIS was all over the news at that time because I don't even remember what was happening. But that being said, I storm out. I'm in a bad mood. I go straight to my friend Kiwana's house. And she lives like probably – she probably on foot probably 10 minutes away. So I went on like a 10-minute walk to her house. She lived in like the lower part of the neighborhood. And I went straight there. I didn't even like tell her I was coming over. I just banged on her door and walked in. Anyway, I didn't have my phone. I didn't have anything on me. So I'm not getting any of the texts or any of the phone calls. My parents notice that it's dark outside. They start blowing up my phone, I guess. I, this is what I had been told because I, I didn't actually see any of this happen. But they were blowing up my phone, couldn't get a hold of me, freaking out because all my stuff was still in my room, but I wasn't there. And like Raina said, it was dark at that time. It was a school night. I kind of just lost track of time because I was so like just absorbed in trying to get away from all like the family drama or whatever the hell. And I was just at my friend's house. Lost track of time. Fast forward to like eight, nine o'clock at night. And I'm, I'm like, oh, shit, I should probably go back home. Like, thanks for having me over. Whatever the hell. Dapped her up. Kept it moving. As I'm leaving her house, I see like six fucking police cars pass me. And I'm like, I'm like, damn, there's, there's a lot of police officers out tonight. <laughs> like, shit. All right. And I'm fucking <laughs> like walking back to my house and a car pulls up next to me and it's my friend's mom. And I was like, oh, hey, like, blah, blah, blah. How's it going? She goes, get in the car immediately. I have to take you home. I'm like, what? I'm so confused. So I get in her car and I'm like, what's going on? Like, you know, what's happening? She goes, your parents are worried, sick about you. The whole city is <laughs> on lockdown looking for you. Uh, your parents called the cops and told them that you ran away. 
everyone's out looking for you. No one could get a hold of you. You didn't have your phone. You didn't even have, your parents were telling the cops that you didn't even have glasses to see. You didn't have shoes on. Crazy ass story, and I'm so confused because I'm like, ran away. I'm like, I'm in house slippers right now. <laughs> like, what? And I'm just like, at this point, I'm embarrassed because this is my friend's mom. Like, I just ran away at like 17. And I'm looking at her and I'm like, oh, I definitely didn't run away. <laughs> so she pulls up, she pulls up to my fucking house. There's like four police cars parked outside. <laughs> I get out, I get out the car, and my mom like runs at me screaming, Where the fuck were you? We thought you were dead. We thought you ran away. Like all this shit. Oh my God. The most embarrassing part, I wasn't even embarrassed. I had to apologize to all the cops that night. I had to be like, So sorry, you guys wasted your time. Like, we'll all this shit. The embarrassing part was going to school the next day. The whole fucking. No, 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 no. But before, no, because. I don't think that you properly like conveyed the severity of the search parties that were out looking for you. Oh well, no, Sage's I'm getting parents, that. <laughs> Sage's parents not only they didn't just text or call. Sage's dad knocked on my front door, like was doing. <laughs> he was doing. He was doing rounds. Like he was stopping, knocking on doors, asking if we had seen Sage. I everyone is texting everyone because we're worried and we think that he's been snatched at this point. I remember driving around our little town. There was this one part that had a bunch of restaurants. I drove past every single one, like stalked them, parked my car, was trying to look in, like see if Sage was there. I was literally texting everyone, everyone that I knew. I was on a full search party. Like we were really, really, really out here looking and it was so geeked. Yeah, well, and the crazy part is these bitches thought I ran away and their first reaction was to go check every fucking fast food place. Like that's the part that had me fucked up. I was like, so y'all thought I ran away and you went to go check on McDonald's? <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> like they weren't, they weren't checking for us. They were checking McDonald's and fucking <laughs> And uh, so anyway, I get to school every single friend I have is running up to me, asking me why I ran away. And they're asking me, or they're showing me like their call logs and they had like phone calls from my parents. I guess my parents went through my phone and like called all my friends. Like everyone was out that night, like searching DuPont and just like driving around, like acting crazy. And like, it's really insane that I was just literally sitting in my best friend's house without a phone. And my parents had like, conjured up this like story of me running away and i was really only gone for like five hours i was not even gone that long and yeah that's probably the most embarrassing thing everyone to this day everyone oh do you remember the time that sage ran away like that's just what i'm associated with we also we also went to a small high school too our graduating class was like 230 sure, maybe sure. Like, yeah, it, we sure. went to a small high school so everyone knew everything and it was so geeked it was so geeked I love to be a part of it though because you know when you're best friends with somebody you are automatically associated with them so not only was Sage getting asked why he ran away but throughout the day it was really funny to me because a bunch of people kept coming up to me being like oh my god like did Sage run away like was Sage taken like if he kidnapped like is he okay like blah 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 I'm like oh yeah no like he's right over there go ask <laughs> and fucking Raina of all people she thought Isis got me like she was like making this big ass story about how she was freaking out and she thought I got kidnapped by Isis and I was like shut the hell up dude <laughs> I, I did where the hell do you even get this stuff like who <laughs> so, yeah, that's probably my most embarrassing story like we're just happy we're just happy that you're safe and sound okay 
Shut up. <laughs> oh my god, that is such a fantastic story. That's a really, really good one. That, I, I, think that... still, I still hold a grudge against everyone for fucking continuing that story. It's fine. It's so good though. Like it's so so good. Yeah. Don't run away in DuPont, kids. That's the moral of the story. Moral of the story. So yeah. That's all I got. That's my that's my embarrassing story. The other one we're gonna take to the grave. Yeah, the other one we shall never ever speak of. 100%. That's all the questions that I have for you. I think that covers everything. Well, thank you so much for having me on Clock and Vibe Out. It's been a pleasure. I'm honored as one of your esteemed guests. And you guys should definitely go follow Clock and Vibe Out on Instagram. Make sure you stay updated on all her episodes. You know, I'm going to definitely have to come back to the show pretty soon and just give you guys some um, more good tips and insights on how to be fat flat. <laughs> yeah, um, I am not sure that we'll be having you back on um, but if anyone, if anyone is listening to this and is not already following sage make sure that you go follow him on instagram it's sage allen with two n's at the end follow me at reina hw r-e-y-n-a-h-w i'll be posting new episodes updates fun little outtakes from this episode so if you want to hear more you know where to find me also make sure that you subscribe to this show and leave us a little review if you like the episode all right. Well, Sage, thanks for finally answering my call. Really appreciate it. <laughs> this is going to be the, the first and last. It was so fun to have you on the podcast. Thanks for coming on. I'm sure that this content is going to be extremely juicy. I love you. That's all I can say. Uh, I love you so much. All right. Well, <laughs> thank you guys so much for tuning in to this week's episode of Clock In Vibe Out. I'll be back next week with a new episode. 